Welcome to day 30 of Proverb Pearls, <laughs> discovering uh, nuggets of wisdom for daily living. That's exactly what we've been doing over the last uh, 29 now uh, verses, gems that we have pulled from Solomon's writings. Uh, we come to an actual section in Proverbs that kind of will throw you a curveball because if you read 30 verse 1, it says, Now the words of Agur, the son of Jache, the oracle. And then it says that he's declaring to uh, Ithiel and to Ithiel and Uchal, who are these people? Who is uh, Agur, the son of Jache? And how did he end up in the book of Proverbs? I don't know, but it works as far as for us. We, we, we need 31. And it just so happens that we've got two chapters. I'm going to call them the bonus chapters that are within the book of Proverbs. Yet uh, it says that these are not the words of Solomon. I don't know what that means. Possibly some people say that Agur is Solomon and there's all sorts of theories about what's going on. Is it okay for us just to uh, give you a little a gem from chapter 30? Because that's exactly what I want to do. Looking at Proverbs 30 verse 24, whoever Agur is, I think the wisdom that is being displayed is pretty amazing. Uh, 24, and actually what we're going to do, since this is a bonus section, we're going to read more than one verse. It says this, four things are small on the earth, but they are, here it comes, exceedingly wise. Now, you guys, I got to stop for a second because in Hebrew, it just jumps off the page. Uh, it, literally, it's like taking two um, forms of wisdom, first the adjective and a second of all, a uh, participle, both of them using the same root of hakam, uh, which is wise or wisdom, and, 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 and putting those together so that the English says, but they are exceedingly wise, what the Hebrew says, they are wise, wise. <laughs> In other words, they're really wise, these four things. And let's continue to read. I'm going to give you 30, 25. The ants are not a strong people but they prepare their food in the summer. We talked about that earlier, that we should look at the ant as one that is, is wise and, and the sluggard should look at the ant and, and take, a, take a peek at what they do and apply it into our life. 3026, the Shephanim, the rock badger, not sure exactly uh, what we're talking about here. They are not mighty people, <laughs> yet they make their houses in the rocks. Very interesting. 27, the locusts have no king. Yet all of them go out in ranks. And then 3028, uh, the lizard you may grasp with your hands, yet it is in the king's palace. So what, what is all of this about? How is this exceedingly wise? I want to give you just a little bit of information about each of those uh, verses. Uh, the ants, uh, I would say they're exceedingly wise because they have foresight. Uh, they're able to see the future and prepare accordingly. Uh, are you doing that? Verse 26, uh, it says the, the badger, the shephanim, uh, they're able to find a place of security and refuge. Uh, and so they're able to live within the rock, knowing that that's a safe place. Uh, though they're not strong, they found strength. Second Samuel 22.2 says, Yehovah is our rock and our fortress. Uh, he's the one that is able to defend us. Um, but it's amazing that these, these, uh, these, these, uh, uh, rock badgers are able to find that place of security. May it be for us that we also find our security and refuge in him. Verse 27, uh, the locusts, it says that no one actually tells them to get in the ranks. They don't have a king. They just get into the ranks. Uh, uh, nobody has to say to them what to do or how to do it. It's within them. They don't need external direction or motivation. 
you know, I got to give you a little story. Uh, I learned a life lesson. And if I, it's this bonus section, can I give you one of my little life lessons uh, regarding this? Uh, the, the, the locust not having the external king telling him what to do. Uh, my first job out of college was to be a, uh, a salesperson for Pillsbury. And I remember getting to New York City and they gave me the keys to a car and a map and said, OK, here's what you have to do. You lay out your itinerary. And every day you send that itinerary every week to the office. And uh, we just trust that you'll go where you're supposed to go and do what you're supposed to do. And uh, it may be that sometimes we'll check in on you based on your itinerary. And I'll tell you something. I got that job, folks, and I mean every single day on time. I got up on my own, did my own thing. And one day I got a sort of wise in my own eyes and said, no, wait a minute. Do I really got to be there at 8 o'clock on the dot? Maybe I could be there at 8.30 or 8.45, stop and get a donut or something like that. And I mean, I've, I've never missed uh, any of the places I'm supposed to go. I sent in my itinerary. Plus, I've never had my boss ever stop in and see what's going on with me. So the one time that I decide I'm going to get up a little late, go a little slower, end up at my account a little later was the one time that my boss showed up. And since that day, I have become what's called in Eternally motivated. Uh, I don't know what it was about that to show up and to have my boss there and he's looking at his watch saying, where have you been? And just having to come clean and say, you know what? I just took my time. And I mean, I, I, I didn't get fired. I get in trouble for that. But it was such a reminder. Uh, and can I just say what I've learned since then? Uh, I've had many jobs where it's not been about external uh, motivation or someone telling me what to do but rather just having an internal conviction for how uh, to live my life, but to know that there is one who's always where I'm supposed to be. He's there before me. He's the one. There's no hiding. There's no running. Uh, he's he's on time, in time, <laughs> all the time. And that is Yehovah. And I just have to say that I've been blessed to be able to have jobs since then. And I, I really don't need people to tell me what to do. I tend to uh, be a person that they call self-motivated. Uh, really, it's not self-motivated. I'm actually God-motivated. I, I feel like he is the one that knows exactly what I'm doing. So why play games? Be excellent. Do what you need to do on time and in time and never have to find a situation where you um, where you <laughs> have happened what happens to me. So uh, whoever Agur is, some people, like I say, uh, some would say that that's actually a picture of Solomon. Uh, says there are these four things and they are wise wise so maybe take a closer look at the ants uh, look at the rock badger look at the locust and then finally in 28 it says the lizard you may grasp with the hands and, and really what it's like saying though small not something that's uh, you know uh, uh, strutting around it's, that's large it's, it's small but yet it can get into the highest and most important places uh, you know I'm, I'm not sure exactly the depth of all of this, but I do think it's pretty interesting that whoever Agur is, they're telling us to take a look at these four things. And I think uh, we would do well to do that, that if they're exceedingly wise, uh, maybe it would be wise for us to get a little bit of a more better idea of what it is that they do so that we may be able to do the same thing uh, in our own lives. Folks, that is what we have for uh, chapter 30, the bonus section. Remember, there's a lot of digging you can do, so I hope you will keep digging. This is Proverb Pearls, and I am your friend and host, Keith Johnson. Mm -hmm.